What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Adjusted Frequency, where we, and I'm saying we because this is a community of love and just happiness and joy. Like I hope you can feel my hugs over the airways. But this is where we come together and we really just adjust our vibes, you know, get that good vibe going and let positivity radiate. So I am really, really excited this day because... Oh my gosh, it's my second episode, and if you know me, this is big, okay? For me to actually have this like whole pattern going where I'm actually excited and have a schedule and I'm following, like abiding by that schedule, it's kind of like, yay, I'm so happy, I'm so proud. Um, first off, I want to start this episode by thanking you all for all of the love and support you gave me for last week's episode. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, it is about resistance and how powerful resistance can be in your life. So I'm going to kind of tap back into that topic today. But what this episode is about in particular is what are you holding on to? So if you follow me on my Instagram or if you follow the Adjusted Frequency Instagram page, you'll see a picture Uh, that I posted of a man who is smiling, looking like he's having the best conversation of his life. But inside, there's a little little person just crying inside, you know, balled up, just completely in sorrow. And this really, this image really stuck out to me because I actually had one of these moments myself. So I meditate. Um, It's actually been one of my favorite spiritual practices and uh, along with prayer, but I meditate and one day when I was meditating, you know, I, I was trying to figure out why am I so angry? Why am I so sad all the time? Like, I'm happy. I can laugh, joke around with people. But what the heck is going on inside of me that's making me feel like I'm not worth that happiness that I was, you know, I guess, showing the world, right? Well, the image that came to mind was it was like a black room. So if you ever watch Stranger Things, oh my gosh, I love that show. But the upside down, whenever Elle goes into the upside down, it's like just pitch black it's just darkness surrounding her and then there's like a spotlight on Elle and you can see her clearly but you can't see anything else unless it's brought into you know her her range like where another spotlight would show up or they would join that spotlight with her and so this is kind of the image that I had in my head everything was dark and there was this little girl who was just bawling crying and the closer I got to her the more I recognized her as me and then when I saw this image, it was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about this. It, it just, it is a very powerful image because a lot of times we have our facade of what we're feeling um, or what we want people to think we're feeling on the outer edge. But on the inside, we are just like, you know, drowning in sorrow and social media definitely can add to that because, you know, then it shows like a physical plane of everybody just showing like their best self but just holding back on the things that are real and true and what's really going on with them so it really like it really brought me this powerful message so I'm going to talk about what are you holding on to right a lot of times we don't realize that the things that we're doing in our adult lives or how we're reacting to people um, emotionally physically whatever it is that we're doing to soothe ourselves we don't realize it's to soothe some past trauma And sometimes it can be something you're holding on to as, you know, as small as people never believed in me or or something as major as, you know, an actual traumatic event that happened to you in your life. Um, These things can latch onto us in our daily lives and then affect our adulthood in ways that you wouldn't even think correlate. So I go to therapy. 
I'm not going at this current time, but I went to therapy um, over the last uh, half of 2018 and really was just really trying to figure out like, what is going on? Why am I so up, down, up, around, you know, I just couldn't get my emotions in check. I really couldn't get my, my balance, I guess you could say. And one of the things that I talked to my, my therapist about was past traumas. Now, of course, as an adult, I'm, I'm, I just turned 30. So I would like to think that I'm not even dealing with the, those thoughts anymore. Like I moved on, I'm grown, you know, I don't have to worry about the nonsense, but as small of a thing where you, th- well, I can't say small, but something that you can think is so small could actually affect you so grand in your future. So what it was for me was, of course, you know, my my relationship with my parents. I've been working on my relationship with my parents. I had, you know, gained a relationship with my father, you know, was working with the relationship with my mom. We actually are building that relationship still. So I was thinking, okay, I should be over this by now. You know, I should be done with that. Like, move on. Um and I wasn't <laughs> because there was a lot of feelings that I, I had carried from not having a relationship with them as a child that I carried into my adulthood, like feeling abandoned or feeling um, feelings of like not being worthy of love and, and then manifesting those type of negative emotions and um, situations in my current relationships, whether it was with friends or with uh, you know other family members who I actually did be around as a child how that affected our relationships or with, you know, my romantic relationships it, it, and even relationships with my child. You know, I felt like I was trying to overcompensate with love, but then because I was so angry at the fact that I didn't have it, I overcompensated with discipline. So it was kind of like a, like a, a, a weighted system where it's like, you got this one thing that's like, okay, you lifted this up, but you're still heavy with the weight of all that past trauma. So I really am literally still working through those things right now. But I really, but the thing that was so powerful was seeing that image of me crying was what made me want to fix it. I didn't want that little girl to be hurt anymore. I didn't want her to affect how I treated other people because she was still hurting. And I knew that in that moment when I had that vision, when I was meditating that I had to be the one to fix it. I couldn't have someone else come and console her. Obviously the relationship I'm building with my parents didn't stop me from feeling like I'm, I'm always being abandoned or that I wasn't worthy of love. You know, it, everything cannot be someone else's fault. You have to understand that sometimes what you what you think you've forgiven someone or something or somebody for, it's still you got to forgive yourself in that part too. Forgive yourself for telling yourself those those lies, those those misconceptions that you've told yourself. Because I believed them for a very long time. My parents were young, so I can't, I can't literally think that they did not love me or that I wasn't worthy of love because they weren't equipped to be parents at that time. That's the, that's the emotion I pulled from that. And then I realized as well, the people, my caregivers, who I, who I do call my parents, I gave them negative emotion and, and it was very defensive because I was always afraid that at any moment they would abandon me. Never had they ever shown me any of that. But that's the thought process that I walked away with. Whenever I would be going through things, you know, I wouldn't want to tell nobody or wouldn't want to ask for help because I didn't want anybody to look at me and judge me and then not love me for me not being what I thought was a perfect way to be so I can receive that love. 
you know, if, if, if you're like me and you've been a child who wasn't raised by your biological parents, not in an adoption situation where you, you know, well, even I, I can even say maybe for adopted people as well, you feel like if my parents did not want to keep me, if they didn't want to make that sacrifice for me, am I really worth the sacrifice? Am I really worth the love and the appreciation? You know, you, you start to think those things and I just, I had to realize I was thinking those things. I made myself believe that. My mother didn't call me up and be like, yo, I didn't want you. She she had to do something different because she didn't want her daughter to go through the same things that she dealt with as a child. And like, and I think I may have said this in my last episode, you have to respect what language people speak. And if I didn't say that, let me say it one more time. You have to understand the languages that people speak. I'm a very emotional person. So... I pick up on vibes. I pick up on energy. I look at per- a person. And if I could tell you're upset, I'm going to try to make you laugh. I'm going to try to do something. You can be in surgery. I don't care. I'm going to try to make it better for you because that's just who I am as a person. But I wasn't giving myself that same treatment. And I was I was believing that other people would complete that hole in my heart when I realized, okay, here I am at the time I was 29 and I'm still that hurt little girl. Let's fix it. What can I do to help that little girl? And it started with me. So always check and see what you're holding on to, because that usually is the starting point to get you past. And sometimes it's not something that happened in your childhood. You know, it could be something that happened when you were a teenager or something that happened in your adulthood. It could have been something that happened on your job that you don't realize you're holding on to. So just do a lot of self-reflection and figure out, okay, what am I really, am I really stressing about the, the things that had happened and how I felt about it? Or am I going to figure out what it is so I can work on those things and stop believing that, that lie, that false, that false story that I've been telling myself. Also, when you are doing these self-reflections, be so aware (laughs) that baggage is going to come to your door. You ever receive a package that you didn't, you didn't expect. Sometimes it can bring you joy, but usually the first thing you think is, what is this? Who did this? Who sent this to me? You don't automatically think, oh, yay, a gift. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's not always our first immediate thought. A lot of times we're thinking, what the heck? Who sent this here? I know I ain't pay for this. Why is this at my door? When you are doing a lot of self-reflection, baggage is going to come. Um, I had a, a conversation with a friend of mine who is in a relationship that she's extremely happy in. I've never seen more joy in this girl's face than I ever have but she also suffered from trauma in her past relationships not easy things to get through either it was not her 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 trauma was not easy it it, it transformed her as a person um it, it it also transformed her way of dealing with people with men in particular um she became very guarded she became very uh like just not, it wasn't a lot of trust in, in the men that, that were entering her life, whether it was just a friend or whatever, even her friends mates, <laughs> she was skeptical of because she had just experienced such a heartbreaking trauma in her relationships. And me and her, we would sit and we would talk and, you know, I would kind of just zero in and ask the right questions to help her figure out like, you know, are you really tripping about this? Is this really something to worry about? If you know the content of that person, if you know that person's character, are you comparing them? You know, all types of things, because you don't know, like I said, you don't know how trauma show up. 
But once she got once she got to the point where she was like, you know what? Okay, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm tripping a little bit. Maybe I'm tweaking just a tad. Let me just back up a little bit and think. Baggage showed up at her door. Baggage she didn't want. Exes coming, saying really weird things, posting strange things. And you're looking at it from a perspective as a friend, like, yeah, this is super weird. Uh-uh, why, why is he sending you messages and everything else? But in that moment, I could tell that she was so upset by the fact that this baggage even showed up at her door that I had to remind her that sometimes when baggage shows up at your door you have to yeah you don't want to receive it you may not want to open that that bag up or that box up and and let whatever's going to spill out spill but sometimes you have to face it sometimes you have to take a moment to say okay well why did this baggage be sent to me why does this person think that this is something I wanted and this is what in her in her life I was trying to get her to understand was that when you're trying to do something different and everything else, whether you, whatever you believe in, I believe in God. So you're always going to hear me say, God, God would bring you a test and it's going to show up as baggage. He's going to, he's going to deliver that test to you. And, and what you have to do in that moment is realize that, okay, this is number one, a test. And what have I learned or what am I learning? Because in her current relationship, she was still holding on to what those past relationships, that baggage was, what it had done to her. After getting to a point where she was like, okay, yeah, maybe, you know what? I am tripping. Then the test came with these exes showing up in her life, presenting themselves, saying things to her that shouldn't be said, uh, uh, announcing their presence through other people because because mind you you know tests won't always come directly from the person who hurt you or the situation that hurt you or burdened you it's going to come in different ways different forms so for her it was about the reaction and it was about whether she would carry that reaction onto her next day because typically that's what she would do that person would say something to her today tomorrow she would be flustered and angry and upset and why is this happening but no this time she was about action she did what she needed to do to feel comforted, whether that was not respond to the crazy message or the post reported. I do not want this on my page. I do not want that this energy around me. I do not want to fall back into the, the arguments and the spells that these people put on you, you know, and in that moment, I could see her reclaim some more of her power and God would test you that way. I had my own test. I had an issue with a family member that was 10 years old, 10 plus years old. We sat down, we talked about it. That person also had a problem with me that was 10 plus years old. A comment that was minuscule, I didn't even remember saying, still affected them to this day. In those moments, my defense mechanism was always on to that was my first round every time. I, that's all my first go-to for round one is defense. You're not going to do this to me. You're not going to make me feel this way. You're not going to da da da. And then in that conversation, the, the challenge came where as I'm telling this person how I feel, how they made me feel, their response was, no, you feel that way. I didn't do that to you. Which I had to explain to that person at the same time, you are responsible for the action that you gave and I'm responsible for how I received the emotion, but you have to be responsible to know enough that you 
also cause that reaction. So it's, it's checks and balances. You got to make sure you checking yourself. You got to make sure you're being honest with yourself and the other person, whether they receive it or not, has to take in their responsibility in the part two. But this is all about yourself today. Today, we're talking about the self-improvement. What are you doing to check yourself? What are you holding on to? Let that baggage go. You open it up, you see what's inside, you go, I have no need for this. I don't even wear this size shoe no more. Because that's usually what it is. It's like old stuff, okay? I don't even wear this size shoe no more. We don't even wear them. I don't even do my hair like this anymore. I don't even rock with these folks no more. I don't listen to this music anymore. It's it, Let it go. Move on from it. But you have to face it. You can't be, okay, I'm letting go of the baggage. And then when the tests start coming up to you, you start losing it again. No, because then that means you haven't learned any lessons. That means you really aren't letting go of that baggage. The test is, have you let it go? That's why that baggage came to your door. Are you willing to return the sender? Or are you going to open that bag up, bring the package in your home, mull over it, mull over it figure out why this person sent it to you? Oh, why did this happen? It must be because they this and that. Or they, maybe they still love me. Let it go. If you know that that was something that used to hurt you, harm you, bring you pain, let it go. The baggage is no longer, it's no longer necessary for you to hold on to that baggage. Return to sender, okay? The next part of this is, are you willing to unpack what's in the bag? Because like I said before, you have to be able to face it. You have to be ready and willing to face it. And a lot of times we're not. A lot of times we're just like, you know what? Nope, I don't even want to deal with that. No. So just to bring you back to the example of me talking about me and my family member. That conversation happened and we we said we was going to have a, a clean slate. A few days later, another conversation happened where there was a comment based on something that I had done. And it pissed me off. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was so upset. I was so mad because at that time I was like, dude, we just talked about this. Where's the support dog? How are you helping me right now? And little did I know that my defense mechanism for that person was always to like shut them out, be guarded. My wall was up. I didn't want to hear anything they had to say. I barely let them finish their sentence. So I didn't know what their intention was in that conversation. But in my mind, I already checked out. I'm good. But the difference in this particular conversation, because it did, I got pumped up, my blood, my adrenaline started flowing. I was sweating from about every crevice that I could sweat from. And instead of going to my, my room and just sucking into my own anger and being mad and calling everybody that I know that would support me when I say I'm mad and be like, yeah, yeah, forget that, whatever, which thank God my friends are not like that. They definitely helped me see myself in the mirror. But Instead of doing that, I immediately called my grandma and I was like, I need you to pray for me because I knew that based on the conversation we had just had, that this person has love for me. And even though I didn't understand, like I didn't quite, I couldn't translate their language. I had to figure out my role in that. So I couldn't be going in there with all this angst and anger and constant just no 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 I don't want to hear it no no I'm right I'm right hmm because that's the little girl in me right ready to fight ready to be defensive so I went back after my grandmother prayed for me I cried I mean I cried to the point where it was like my face was just just swollen it was a mess okay I looked crazy cried you know and and prayed and then went in to where I was uncomfortable back in front of that person to talk 
And what I said was, I apologize, number one, for the way I reacted, but I'm here and I, and I want to be present. And I know you're trying to help me because you love me. So I'm open. That was a very uncomfortable thing for me to do. I had to be willing to unpack the fact that it's me right now. It's you, girl. I, I unpacked the bag trying to find blame, trying to find somebody to, to make guilty. And it was me. It was me. So I, I, I called my grandmother to help me unpack that bag by praying for me so I can have the strength to unpack it. And then I did. <laughs> and then I went in there and I had a conversation with my family that changed my life. Because for me, it was like, dang, man, like you fought so hard not to listen to the love that was being brought to you just because you just you don't like that person all the time. Right. Because that's usually how it goes. When you don't like somebody, you don't hear nothing they have to say. Nothing. Nada. But I had to realize I was like, Ugh, I got to I got to chill. I got I to I gotta stop saying this is what I want to do or this is what I want, where I want to be and then continue to do the same thing. So I had this like ding moment because I, I, you know, every week I pray about what the topic is going to be. So after that conversation, we sat down, we talked, everybody, we, we you know, we came to our, our level playing field and it wasn't even like on an agreeing type of thing. It was just more or less like, okay, you said your piece and I was willing to listen. That was it. Wasn't really much exchange after that. Went to Target to go get my glasses fixed. Now, if this is not, I, I find I find moments like this kind of funny. If this is not something that I that I or anybody else would consider a sign, for me, it definitely was. <laughs> I go to get my glasses fixed. I, I was missing the nose pad. I had a bruise on my nose because of it. My glasses were crooked. They kept sliding off. I just couldn't deal. And this is my first pair of glasses. So I'm like, what is going on? I go to Target Optical to get my glasses fixed. You know, and as I'm walking up to the door, I see this lady walking into the outdoor she has a return like a bag with target target bag with some product that she's trying to return and (laughs) i look at her and i'm like i know she ain't about to go through this outdoor now if you personally know me you know that is like why i I just i look at people like why it's 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 more annoying than when i see somebody push a pool door because you could just not be paying attention but when you you know this is the outdoor it says exit and then this other one says enter, but because you being lazy and you want to do it the fast way, you go through the exit door and it doesn't open for you. Her, her reaction was really, really sis, you mad at the door now because you're incorrect. That's how I felt with that conversation with my family. You're upset because they're doing what you asked them to do, hold you accountable. <laughs> how are you upset? You're upset because they want you to be in a better place. Than what you currently are really so stop trying to handle your problems the same way that you got that you had the problems in the first place you can't expect to return return the sender as if okay yeah i'm just gonna return the sender and 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 never deal with it again it's gonna show up it's gonna continue to show up all the time and then and then when that one thing goes away it's gonna be something else because you are constantly evolving but stop trying to do the same thing, expecting a different result. That is literally the definition of insanity. Don't drive yourself insane with trying to go about things the same way you did in your past relationships or the same way that you did at your last job or, or the same way you studied in your last class. Every place is different. You can't, the same way you can't treat people the exact same way. Um, teachers would definitely have, teachers definitely have this down in the bag. You know that student A is not going to learn like student B 
and definitely ain't going to do the same as student C. So you can't have the same method of teaching for each one of those students. You can have like a generalized, you know, format, but you have to learn how to adjust mm, your frequency (laughs) for each kid. That is the same thing that we have to do with our lives and our past traumas. You can't just sit, sit here and be like, I'm waking up today and I'm meditating and I'm just going to be happy. No, you have to dig into it, sink into what it is. You don't go to the doctor for a flu shot expecting for it to clear up uh, 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 freaking migraines. You don't go to your, 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 your foot doctor talking about neurology. So don't give yourself this closed-minded experience because you're not being open enough to receive new ways of thinking. It won't, it won't give you what you're looking for if you really want to expand your life, if you really want to experience life in a different way. You have to let go of what you currently consider the norm because if that's the norm for you and you're not happy with that norm, How in the world is it going to make you feel better? You have the power to change it. So what do you want to keep holding on to? What experiences are making you feel like you're lacking because you just won't let go? You mad at your baby father because he ain't do? You know that man ain't going to do. So instead of trying to make that person be who you need them to be, be that person for you so then you can start being around the people who could be there for you the way that you wish that person could be there. Oh, your mother, she don't trust and she always this and that. Your mom is your mom. Respect the fact that she's your mother, but you don't have to change who she is or how she thinks. You just got to keep loving and showing her your open and honest heart, regardless of what she believes, because you are your own person. And usually people will get on the good foot or they'll see that you're living your life and then they'll just back up. You don't have to give no explanation as to why you're trying to be better. You don't have to give no explanation to why you're trying to grow. Just let all that other stuff go. What your daddy did doesn't matter. (laughs) What your mama used to say about you don't matter. What your brothers and sisters doing right now, that don't have nothing to do with you. Just Just keep giving them positivity. Keep praying for them. Keep giving them love. Protect your own circle. Be your own guide towards what you know is right and real. But the only way to find out is to unpack your bag, be brave enough to face yourself in that mirror and unpack that baggage and then throw it away and let it go. Let it go. And if you give forgiveness, if you could forgive somebody and not bring it up again, do the same for yourself. Give yourself forgiveness. Give yourself the right to say, you know what? I'm different. I've changed. I've grown and be okay with it. And if you, if you react badly one day, that's not because you're a bad person. It's because you're human. Don't let that become your new baggage. Cause you're like, Oh man, I said, I wasn't about to chop down no more trees. And here I come in here like the onceler. If y'all know what the onceler is, honey, you need to read the Lorax. It's a great Dr. Seuss book, but nevertheless, here you are chopping down these trees again. That might not be a reference that everybody can get because I'm a big old child, but <laughs> it's the same as when you know, you know you're driving into a dead zone. So you're not going to pick up your cell phone to call somebody. You know it's not going to work. 
Same thing with yourself. Stop. Stop trying the same things. And then blame yourself when you just fall short. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. Just keep moving towards the best that you can do. So I thank you again, you guys, for all your support. I love you so much. Oh, my gosh. Because I really feel like this this whole movement with adjusted frequency is really like popping. It's, it's making, it's making waves, uh, whether right now it's little ripples in a puddle of a wave, but it's expanding nevertheless. So I'm very, very thankful. I thank you all for supporting me and constantly giving me encouraging words throughout the week. It is wonderful. It is amazing. Um, please, please feel free to share this episode with someone that you love, um, or someone, you know, needs a good word. And, I will see you again next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Adjusted Frequency. And as I always ask, what are you going to adjust this week? Peace.